You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, welcome back, Battery Power Podcast Network. This is The Daily Hammer. I am not your normal host. Sean Coleman normally handles this show, but it is Thanksgiving Day, and Sean's been a little under the weather, and I decided to step in and do a show tonight, so we appreciate you guys being here. Before we get started, I do want to say, considering this is Thanksgiving and it's a day of thanks, thanks to all of you guys for uh, being an incredible audience. Uh, You guys have supported our shows tremendously over the years, and you know, we're still on the air in a large part because of how well you guys uh, support these shows and, and, you know, read our content and listen to our content. So, um, you know, on Thanksgiving Day, it seems apropos to um, start the show by thanking you guys uh, for once again another incredible year. And as many of you know that listen, and, and maybe some that don't, this is a 12-month-of-the-year show. Uh, this network goes all year long. Um, even on Thanksgiving Day, we're, we're putting out content, and we will continue to do so all year. So we appreciate it, as always. And if you've missed any of the shows that have come out recently, it has been as slow as the offseason has been overall for baseball. You know, the Braves have been one of the busier teams, if not the busiest team. Um, if you missed it last week, you know, the Braves pretty much turned over 25% of their 40-man roster. Um, Scott and uh, Sean did a breakdown of the big Aaron Bummer trade that sent Mike Soroka and Nicky Lopez, Braden Shoemake, and Jared Schuster to Chicago for Aaron Bummer. Um, that whole show was on the network. And then on Monday this past week, or of this week, the Braves signed Ronaldo Lopez to a three-year deal. And Brad did a, about a 15, 20-minute breakdown of that move, again, on the network. So if you haven't listened to those shows yet, go check those out. Um, we have been busy. On tonight's show, we're going to look at payroll because, one, a lot of things have changed since we've done a, we we did a primer on payroll at the beginning of the offseason. And we have a lot more answers than we had back then. We know, you know what they did with all the options. We know what they did with the non-tenders. We've gotten a couple of free agent signings, so we have more information than we did um, at the beginning of the offseason, so it felt like a good time to update. And then also, there's been some misinformation out there, quite honestly, some some inaccurate stuff by some normal, normally reliable sources, I would say. And it's I think it's gotten people a little mixed up about where payroll is. And payroll can be kind of a complicated thing because there are multiple types of payroll in baseball. You know, there's the cash payroll, there's CBT, there's, you know, 40 man, there's active roster payroll. There's, it, it can be a little complicated if you don't really follow it precisely and, and daily the way we do at battery power. And, and obviously on a national level, it's tough for national guys to really get down into the, the granular stuff of each team when they have to cover the whole league. So um, I understand why it can be reported inaccurately at times, but I did want to take tonight's episode to 
you know, kind of clear up where we are on payroll and, you know, maybe help to see what is possible in the future. Of course, we don't know exactly how much they're going to spend. That number is always a mystery to us. So, you know, the best we can do is, is figure out where they are right now, compare that to last year's number, and then see what might be available for a future move. So that's going to be tonight's show. There's been a couple of times over the last few years where Alex has mentioned the fact that they use the cash payroll for their internal numbers when they're looking at their budget, that they don't focus as much on the CBT number. Now, I believe that to an extent. I don't think they just ignore the CBT number. You can't just ignore it because there are pretty severe ramifications if you stay in the luxury tax too long and and go too far over and, and are in there for too many years. So, you know, they can't just ignore the number altogether. But because he has said before that the cash payroll is where they really focus their, you know, their numbers, that is where we're going to spend most of the time tonight. Um, at the end of the show, I will go over the CBT numbers and explain exactly where they are and, and the thresholds and the penalties and stuff like that, just because it is relevant and it does matter. But for our purposes and just trying to get a general understanding of where payroll sits, the cash payroll is going to work, you know, it's going to work well enough. So that's kind of where we're going to live. The only other caveat I'll give is that for Max Freed, AJ Minter, and Oscar Noah, the three guys that were tendered contracts last week, all we have is projections of what they're going to make. But those projections are pretty accurate. Like they're they're within the margin of error where you can use these numbers and you're not going to be too far off. And so we're just going to use their projections and, and call that close enough. Um, the only thing that would maybe mess these projections up significantly if is if there was an extension and obviously if there's an extension we will have a show you know especially if it's max or mentor we will have a show dedicated to that extension and then cover that when it happens but assuming that these guys just get you know go through a normal arbitration um, settlement or or even if they have to go to a trial um, the number is not going to be too far off from the projection so that's what we're going to use so right now as we sit today um, their Braves have 31 guys on the 40-man roster. They cleared 10 spots last week, got down to 30, and then they signed Ronaldo Lopez this week to get up to 31. And as of right now, today, the, thir- the 31 guys on the 40-man roster, in terms of cash, are owed about $205 million for next year. So as we sit here today, in terms of cash payroll, uh, the guys the Braves currently have on the 40-man roster, they have they owe those 31 guys, and there is a little room for error because we don't know how many will end up being on the 26 active roster and how many will be on the 40-man but not necessarily on the active. So, you know, some of this is a little bit of a guess when you get to the bottom, but those numbers are small enough where it's not going to push the number too much. Um, but as we sit today, we're at about $205 million total for the 31 guys you know the biggest obviously everybody knows the names Olsen's making 22 million Riley's making 21 million Morton's at 20 Azuna's at 18 Acuna's at 17 Iglesias is at 16 and Max Fried's projection arbitration projection is 15 million dollars for next year so just those six guys alone one two three four five or excuse me those seven guys those just between those seven guys they make 130 million just the top seven guys on the roster. So that tells you how far payroll has come in the last few years because it was not that long ago that the Braves were running $130 million payroll 
for the whole team. The whole roster was making that much money. And now the top seven guys on the team make that much money. And it's very possible the Braves aren't done this offseason. You know, that's if they go get another starting pitcher, um, especially at some of the names they're talking to, there's going to be another guy, you know, within that group that's making big money. So, um, for the, you know, there's been some conversation about Braves and payroll and do they spend the top seven guys on the roster make $130 million. And that used to cover the whole the whole roster, that much money. So that's how much payroll has gone up. But those are the big earners, those top seven. Um, but yeah, right now, as we sit here today, $205 million is where the cash payroll sits. So if you compare that to last year's number, where the cash payroll ended last year, the payroll at the end of the year last year ended around $210 million. It's it's hard to get an exact number because teams make trades midseason and you don't know exactly how much money they were responsible for in the trade if, if teams sent money along the way. Um, but if you just assume the Braves picked up all the money that they added on throughout the year, then the Braves' cash payroll ended at about $210 million last year. Again, you know, leave some room for error there because it's not it's hard to get an exact number but that's the ballpark number and so the Braves are are right up against where they ended last year in terms of cash pay uh, cash payroll and Alex has said already this offseason that payroll will go up and so now we're getting to the point of the offseason where how much it goes up is going to determine what they can do from here on out because you know, they've eaten up a lot of the, the the room they saved when they've cut guys. You know, they cut Rosario um, and his $9 million. You know, they let Pilar go. Uh, they non-tendered a bunch of guys. One thing I did see out there that was inaccurate, there were some numbers out there that the Braves saved, like $15 million um, or thereabouts when they cut all those guys last week. That number was not accurate. Um, this is one of the reasons I wanted to do this show was because, you know, for one, that number doesn't account for the fact that they took on Aaron Bummer and, you know, he makes five and a half million dollars next year. So that that wasn't factored in. But also the Braves have to replace those guys on the 40 man roster with somebody. And those guys aren't going to play for free. So, you know, if you factor in how much money they have to pay the guys to replace the guys they cut, the savings are even less than that. So, you know, all told, the Braves probably were around five million dollars in terms of total money saved of actual where you know you could count that as savings give or take how much however much they spend to replace the guys they cut but you know if you saw numbers 15 14 million dollars saved just know that was you know those were inaccurate that, that doesn't account for everything so all told the Braves are at about 205 million dollars in terms of cash payroll they ended last year again around 210 million Please remember there's a margin of error there. It's very possible the Braves are already at the their cash, you know, the cash amount that they ended last year at, you know, if some of these numbers are a little bit off either way. So, you know, we're we're very we're pretty much right at the point of the the offseason where how much payroll goes up is going to determine what they have left to do in terms of their their shopping list. You know, there's a lot of us that still think the Braves need another starter. I'm one of those. You know, the Braves, I think the Braves need to be aggressive with Sonny Gray or, you know, I think they were aggressive with Aaron Nola. And the fact, you know, if you believe some of the numbers that got reported as to what they offered Aaron Nola, 
then the Braves still have a, a decent chunk of money to to spend. And obviously some of that went into signing Ronaldo Lopez, so we don't know how much they have left. But that's where we are right now. You know, however much payroll is going to go up is pretty much what they have left to work with because we're right there in terms of where they ended last year. And, you know, they still don't have a left fielder. Depending on what they're going to do with Vaughn Grissom, maybe they're fine with him taking that spot. Um, he obviously makes no money because he's he's – still less than one year of service time in the majors so that would certainly help from a payroll perspective because you don't have to really pay him anything but you know even in terms of backup outfielders they don't have anybody on the roster so they're going to have to go get at least some at the very least some backup outfielders to take over or you know to help out in in left field and you know other places when guys get hurt so that's still on the to-do list as well Um, but yeah that's what they have to spend however much payroll is going up is is pretty much what they have to spend All right, so I did want to cover the CBT payroll because it does matter. And the number is a little different and it's calculated differently than cash payroll. And this is an area where people get tripped up. And, you know, if you don't follow the sport closely or or even care about all the minutia of the sport, then these two things can, can mess you up a little bit. But the CBT payroll, technically it's the luxury tax. It's called the CBT payroll because... When they did the CBA, they named this tax the com- the competitive balance tax. And so everybody refers to it as the CBT payroll. It's the luxury tax. This is luxury tax. This is what this is. It's the same thing. So, And it's different from cash payroll because cash payroll is how much you are paying your players in cash that year. The year you're talking about is, is your, and you just add all of those numbers up and that's your cash payroll. But your luxury tax payroll is not calculated that way. Your luxury tax payroll is calculated by the a- the average annual value of all the contracts that you have. And average annual value of a contract and the cash number of a contract are very different. And honestly, the best way to explain this is the guy they just signed, Ronaldo Lopez. So they signed Ronaldo, Ronaldo Lopez to a three-year, $30 million contract. He makes $4 million this year. He makes $11 million next year. And he makes $11 million the year after that. So if you add all those together, that's $26 million. And then the Braves have a club option for the following year, 2027, with a $4 million buyout. So that buyout is at least guaranteed. So at the very minimum, he's going to make $30 million over the next three years. And so for his CBT number, again, he's making $4 million in cash this year. But his CB his CBT number is ten million, because the way they calculate that is the AAV, the average annual value. They take the number of years guaranteed, and divide it by the number of dollars guaranteed. So, you've got a thirty million dollar guarantee over three years. That's ten. That's ten million dollars. And so that's his CBT number for next year is ten million dollars. So, when the Braves are calculating their cash for next year, Ronaldo Lopez costs them four million dollars. But when the Braves are calculating their CBT payroll next year, Ronaldo Lopez costs $10 million. And that's the difference. And that's why the number can be drastically different. And the Braves have a couple of those cases because, you know, they've got Spencer Strider is a good example. Next year, Spencer Strider makes a million dollars in terms of how much cash the Braves owe him. But because he signed a major extension that has a lot of guaranteed money, his CBT number is $12 million, right? So... You know, uh, Michael Harris is another example. Again, he, a long extension guy. His cash, his cash number next year is five million, 
but the average annual value of his total deal is nine million. So that's his CBT number. And you can see how the numbers get different quickly. And so in terms of the CBT, the Braves have about $232 million total calculated for next year. Um, there's also some extra things that go into CBT. The All the players' benefits, like health benefits and stuff, get added to that number. There's a couple other smaller things that get added to that number. It's a little more complicated to, to calculate. But all told, if you add it all up, and again, there's a margin of error here, so you know it's not an exact number, but all told, the Braves are around... 232 million next year in terms of their CBT number. The luxury tax threshold, which is how much you can spend before you get into the penalty for next year is 237 million. So the Braves are right at the threshold and they went over the threshold last year. Last year, the threshold was 233 million. This year it's 237 million. It usually goes up about four to five million dollars every year. Next year, I think it's at 241 or something, 242, something like that. So, you know, again, within the margin of error, the Braves are either just below or right at the luxury tax threshold for next year, for 2024. And that's, again, with still some holes on the roster to fill. So you can see it's very, very likely. It's pretty much a guarantee the Braves will go over the luxury tax for a second straight year. And this does matter because there are penalties associated with with going over. The the cash penalties are still pretty low. Um, there's not even really worth talking about. But there are penalties, you know, and, and one of them is kind of made itself known this offseason because, you know, when you go over the luxury tax, that means if you sign a, a free agent that has a qualifying offer attached to his name, then instead of it costing you one draft pick, it costs you two draft picks. Now, why the players ever allowed that to come into the game, I'll never understand. I mean, it's just the most ridiculous system to penalize teams for signing free agents. Um, you know, I, that's a whole other rant that I could go on that I don't have time for tonight. But, yeah, there are real penalties associated with uh, being in the tax. And the, the penalties escalate the more consecutive years you're in the tax. And so the Braves will be in the, the, penal, uh, the luxury tax for a second straight year. It won't, it won't surprise me, and again, this is another probably separate topic for a different day. It won't surprise me if the Braves use next year to drop under the tax to reset all the penalties because they've got a lot of money coming off the books. They've got uh, Azuna's $18 million coming off. They've got probably Charlie Morton's $20 million coming off. Technically, Max Fried is unsigned for next year, and his $15 million would come off. A.J. Menter's another one that would come off. They get about 60 around $60 million total just in those four guys that will come off the books next year. And it wouldn't surprise me to see them try to drop under the luxury tax next year to reset all the penalties. But again, we've got plenty of time to get into all that. But I did want to cover that because it is, it does matter. It does have some real world effects, especially as you try to sign, you know, free agents who have qualifying offers, Aaron Nola, Sonny Gray being kind of the two prominent ones. And um, so, yeah, that, that does matter. But again, the team has said in the past that it looks at cash mostly. And so that's what we're going to focus on. I think that's probably the more important number as we sit here today. But, you know, given where payroll is right now, given the needs they still have, given that they only have 31 guys on the 40-man roster and and are going to have to add somebody in some regard, it's very likely the Braves will be in the luxury tax again in 2024. So just keep that in mind. But yeah, just to recap, the Braves are right at their cash payroll for last year. So 
within $5 million, depending on the margin of error here and how much they're paying kind of the, the lower guys on the roster. The Braves are very, very close to how much money they spent last year in terms of cash. And so we're now to the point where however much payroll is going up is how much they have to spend on, you know, a further additions Unless they cut money somewhere, which, you know, looking through the roster, you know, they could cut a Zuna, I guess, you know, if they found somebody to take him, maybe they make that deal. I don't know. I think they would have done that by now. Um, I don't really see a, a very clear place where they could cut more money. Um, we're probably past that point now. So I would say however much their Braves are willing to increase payroll is what they have left to spend. And I would just kind of leave it at that. And then on the luxury tax side, you know, it's a little bit more complicated, but the the point is the Braves are very close to the luxury tax. It's almost it's going to be almost impossible for them not to go into the luxury tax because they still have to add a bunch of guys to the 40 who are going to make some some sort of salary. And then obviously you have in-season moves as well. You have guys you trade for at the deadline who you have to pay, you know, Alex likes to keep about 5-10 million for that, so Almost again, unless they cut a big salary somewhere, unless they trade Ozuna and, and clear his entire eighteen million, it's it's going to be almost impossible for them not to go in the luxury tax again this year. So that's where payroll sits as we are sitting here today at Thanksgiving Day. Um, there's still quite a bit of off season left, and and obviously the Braves have a, a ton of forty men moves they still need to fill. They still have some active roster spots they need to fill. They've got they've got to find some outfielders. I think they still need another starting pitcher, um, but we'll see what they do. But that's where payroll sits as we're as we're kind of nearing the end of November. And yeah, that's our show tonight. I appreciate it as always. Sean Coleman should be back for the regular Daily Hammer probably next week. I think Scott and Brad are planning on doing their normal show on Sunday. Or maybe not. I, don't hold me to that. I actually don't know the answer to that. But they'll be back at some point to do the main show. And yeah, this has been the Battery Power Podcast Network. And we will talk to you guys later. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected, and 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. 
Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.